Hey, everybody, it's Tony and Mike's new adventure. Uh, once again, here we are, a beautiful Thursday mm -hmm. uh, afternoon as we record this. Uh, the last time I looked at the temperature, it was like 65 degrees. It was unbelievable. Yeah, we had 70. We had 70 here today. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yep. Really, really nice. Very spring-like type of a day. Of course, we changed the clocks this weekend once mm -hmm. again. So uh, uh, we're on our way. We're on our way. The weather is breaking and uh, it looks really good out there. I'm getting psyched up. Yeah. Well, what do you think I said at least three times today? What's that? It's too hot. It's, <laughs> it's, I tell you, it's too hot. I can't, I can't handle this. It's too much sweating. I don't, you know, the, the one thing I forgot was just how hot the mask makes everything. I mean, mm -hmm. wearing the mask just puts up the temperature about 15 to 20 degrees. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is. But yes, I, I did say at least two or three times today to just random people on the streets. Ah, oh, this is unbearable. It's so hot out here today. And that's 70. You know, <laughs> we go to uh, speaking of the mask, we, we go to Wendy's last last week or two weeks ago. We go into Wendy's and I'm, I'm there by myself. My wife is waiting in the car. I go in. I got the mask on. And I don't know if anybody else feels this way. But as soon as I put the mask on, I become like I, I don't know where I am. I, Are you I disoriented. I, yeah, I can't focus on anything. For some reason, it affects my hearing. Um, I'm completely like, I'm out of it. I'm out of it. So I, we go to Wendy's. There was nobody in the place. I go up to the uh, desk there, and the guy goes, welcome to Wendy's. How can I help you? Here's me. Huh? W uh, welcome to Wendy's. What, what, what can I do for you? What can I get you? Huh? I'm, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't hear you. This this damn mask. And you're and you're you're and, standing right at the counter with. Them. Well, they they got that plexiglass in front yeah. of me, you know. And and he's going like, sir, um, sir, do you want a double order? or a triple? What do you want? <laughs> can I take your order? And I'm like, yeah, um, my 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 order. Uh, I guess give me a, a number one and a number two, right? Now, now, now let's just remind people the mask just covers your mouth. You're not wearing extra ones on your ears. It's just, no, it, it just no, disorients. But, but for decision. some reason, I become disoriented. So he throws me another curveball and he says, okay, here are your cups. Go over there and, and get your drinks. Huh? What? I. Uh, the drinks are over there, sir. It, it took me 20 minutes to get the drinks. I couldn't, like, get because of the mask, right? So I'm the only one in the place, and suddenly you hear, order for Tony, order for Tony, your, your order's up. I go, and I try to pick it up. I got the drinks. Well, this guy, he, he was like, he came from behind. He goes, all right, all right, all right, let me help you. Let, let me help you. Well, I mean, you know, yes, you... You really, if I were working there, I would think that you had not one, not two, not three, but 17 issues. Thank you. Right. He comes around. He carried the order out to the car. He opened the door, handed it to my wife. My wife is like, you gotta be kidding me. You know, and I shuffled back to the car. I got in the car. She goes, what happened? I don't know. I says, the mask, the mask. I, I can't do it. Took the mask off and everything was fine. Yeah. And suddenly 
it, 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 everything went from black and white to color and, and I, I could hear, you know, it's, it's the weirdest thing. Well, you, you don't really, wear it really enough. Hate. I mean, how often do you wear a mask? Oh, uh, well, every time you, you go out, you know, yeah, you but know, how often do you go out? Well, we, I go out once a day at least. You go to the store, you know, but it's just, it's just. Uh, what kind of mask uh, do you have? Like a cloth mask or one of those I disposable? A cloth mask, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, we put it in the washing machine every couple of yeah. days and, and we, we roll with it. My wife wears the mask all day long, Yeah, all day so, long with, without fail, you know. But it, it's just funny how this did for me anyway, it just it gets into your head and it's like, what the heck? You know, Well, I think you've cracked the case it, from now on. When I go into a fast food restaurant, I'm going to give a couple of what's and a couple of I, I can't hear you. And then they'll be carrying the order out to my car. I, I like yeah. that. Good. Good move. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't mean to. You know, I don't mind, but uh, what are you going to do? My wife, you're, you're, you're stunad. What's, what's wrong with yeah. you? There's, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, you saw the good news that came out from the CDC that those who are vaccinated two weeks after don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, mean, I don't know can... if I, I don't know if I'm going to follow that rule. I'm going to keep my mask on, but. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, obviously you can, but I mean, that's, that's encouraging. I mean, that's that's yeah. good news. Even indoors, they said if you're indoors, you you don't have to wear you don't have to wear a mask. The problem is, is that when you have young children, the young children aren't going to get vaccinated for quite some time. So, I mean, you have to still protect them and kind of be the bubble around them, kind of like when you have a a newborn, where you know they don't get all these shots, you get the shots to kind of protect them uh, around it. But still, I, I found that to be encouraging you know to see that well if you uh, and also too uh if, if you're keeping up on it uh the state of texas they just said here we go full force i mean yeah. they're 100 capacity what did biden call them neanderthals neanderthals it was uh texas was a mississippi also yeah yeah it's yeah. just like yeah you know well you saw the texas rangers are going to have full capacity on opening yeah. day yeah 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 Fifty thousand people you know we'll see i mean i <laughs> It's one thing to walk in public without a mask. It's one thing to go into a grocery store without a mask or go to a restaurant, but to sit for three hours at a baseball park without a mask still at this stage, I don't know. I'd have, I, even I would be a little, little hesitant about that. I agree. I yeah. agree. So we'll see, but uh, that's okay for other people. I'm not going to a ballpark or a restaurant anytime soon. Did, so. did the Yankees announce anything? Are they allowing people in the park? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I saw that Chicago announced that they would have like, I don't know if it was like 3000 people that would be allowed to go uh, during the opening series. I mean, that will obviously increase as things move along, but, but still, I mean, it's, It'll be nice to actually watch baseball games without cardboard cutouts uh, in the uh, in the stands. That'll be nice. True, true. It'll be a lot more fun. That's for sure. Yeah. But we'll see. Slowly but surely, I guess we're getting there. So we'll, yeah. we'll we'll see how it goes. The other big story. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, was the Oprah Winfrey interview with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle? Did you watch oh, it? Oh, couple of bombshells there, <laughs> my friend. Did you, did hey, you watch it? Did you watch? Yeah, it? we we watched. Well, we watched it the following night, but. Um, yeah, what was it, it was, was it on her network or was it on? No, it was on Channel Two, CBS. Oh, it was on CBS. Yeah, but it was uh, it was quite shocking. It it really really is. Um, 
first of all, I mean, uh, number one, uh, Archie, their son, is not going to have a title. They, they came right out and said, no title. He's not a duke, uh, nothing like that. Um, also, uh, what was the what was the other thing? Because we'll get to the big one in a moment. Uh, what, what was the what was the other there thing? There were two big ones. One that that she was suicidal. She, she, yes, she was suicidal when she asked for help. They said, "No, we don't. We don't do that. That that won't look good uh, uh, here with the royals." Mm-hmm. And of course, the big thing was uh, th- one of them just blatantly asked. Have you thought about what Archie's skin color is going to look like? I mean, you know, is it going to be too dark? Mm-hmm. Whoa, mm-hmm. whoa. Now, in, in, in my opinion, yeah, there's some racism going on over there. But, uh, and I'm not excusing it, uh, but the, the, the whole thing about the king and the queen and royalty, they've got rules that goes back thousands of years uh, it, it, it's all antiquated. It's it's all nonsense. You know, it it it, it really really is. And uh, well, th- this is the way that it goes. And and now uh, the royals in a lot of hot water for for what they said. You know. Yeah, you know, Buckingham Palace issued a statement saying they were saddened by the comments that were made. I know that um, Prince William made a statement saying that there is no that there isn't racism in the family. Uh, I think what what Harry and, and Meghan were, were they, they kind of talked about that there was one individual that they kept referring to that had that that type of feeling to it. They didn't they they didn't say that the whole family felt that way, but that there was one individual that sort of had that feeling. It's it, it to me, it's very telling that they chose an American medium to do this interview. Um I think they wanted Meghan Markle to be comfortable in the interview. And I think the only way they were going to do that was to get out of the English tabloids and, and, and to come to, you know, America, so to speak, to tell their story. Uh, Prince Harry is obviously very comfortable over here as a country. So I think he was totally fine with it because they're just getting roasted out there. I mean, they are just roasted and the tabloids, if you think they're bad here, they're much worse out there. So I think they wanted to be on a comfortable playing field. And, and now we'll see. I mean, I, you know, it's one of these things where you make comments like this in the United States, eventually there's going to be a press conference. You know, I mean, there's eventually going to be, I mean, remember the whole thing about Tiger Woods, eventually he did, you know, a, a conference where he'd sort of told everything that was going on. Will we see that out of Buckingham Palace? I doubt it. I mean, I, I don't know if they'll actually, if you'll see William do a tell-all type. They of never do, though. They, they yeah. never make a comment. No. The only time they do make a comment is when their people, their whatever it is, their press people or whatever, they push them real yeah. hard. If you recall, how long was Princess Diana dead before the Queen? Well, and that it? was really highlighted in that movie. Yeah. So where, there you go. Yeah, where they yeah. had Helen Mirren as as uh, as Queen Elizabeth. That that was highlighted. Where Tony Blair yeah. was like, "Listen, you, you guys have to. Somebody's got to make a comment. Somebody needs to do something here." But they weren't going to do it. No, they're, they're, they weren't. They were just going to move on. They're they're famous for that. They're famous. Yeah. But when when you look at this whole thing, look at the way. First of all, Meghan Markle, I think anyway, was 
screwed right from the beginning. They weren't going to accept her, I, I don't think. And you correct me if I'm wrong. She's an American, number one. Uh, actress. She's, you know, from... she's an, yeah, she's an actress. Yeah. Uh, why do I think that they think, oh, an actress, that's the bottom of the barrel, you know? Um, the, the, you know, the, the, when, when you look back, I mean, I don't have any proof or anything like that, but when, when you look back at the bloodlines and things like that, it's always like uh, the, the Duchess will marry the Duke and, and, and they're not even born yet. You right. know, when, right. when, when the families do their thing, it, Harry just turned around and said, hey, I love this girl and this is the way it's going to be. Um, but, but I think she had a problem being accepted right from the beginning. For, yeah. Forget about her race. Yeah. You, you know, which is ridiculous. Well, and I, and I think to, to be honest with you, I, I really do think that that Harry needs to take a little bit more responsibility with this because he he should have known what the feelings of the family were before it got to this point. Right. And I understand love trumps all. I understand that when you find somebody that, you know, that there are circumstances that you're willing to go through because your love is so strong. But when you're a non-royal marrying into a royal family, such as, you know, uh, there had to be some sort of feeling that it may go this way from Harry. Um, And maybe he did, maybe he didn't think it was as bad as it was. I mean, he's not even talking to his brother at this point. They're, They're not even talking. He apparently tried to sit down with the queen, but she was not either willing or didn't take the conversation. Um, so it's 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 bad right now. It's certainly bad, and I tell you, Americans are just eating it up. You know, it's like it's just it couldn't get any better. Just loving this type of story and, and what's coming out of it. But if there's racism there, I mean, they they need yeah. to. They, yeah. they, they look need what to they did to deal with them. look what they did to Diana. You know, it, it wasn't a racism thing, but they couldn't take it that she was so popular. Yeah, she was a pop. Yeah, popular. She, you know, yeah. she was really popular. The country loved the, the world loved her. Never mind the country. The world loved her. And I mean, there was a, a, a documentary we were watching and it, it said the whole thing. Prince Charles, this was going back to the 80s. Prince Charles was very nervous. He was anxious one night and he was kind of pacing the floor and everything. He was anxious because the next day he had to go someplace and make a speech. And he was very anxious over it. And she said to him, oh, don't worry about it. I'll go with you. I'll hold your hand and we'll have a united front. He turned to her and said, are you kidding? I don't want you there. All they want to do is talk to you. They want you. They don't want me. They want you. This, this was in a, a, a documentary, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the way that they treated her. I, it's, you yeah. know, they'll, they'll, they'll treat anybody like, like shit, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and what's interesting is that, Everything having to do with the Royals is all about pomps and, pomps and circumstance. I mean, that's what it is. It's just everything's done up, but yet they can't stand it when somebody else gets attention for doing good, for, you know, being pretty, for being a good mother, for, be, you know, whatever. Um, you know, she's not stiff like the Royals. She doesn't, it's, you know, she was a real person uh, who was in the family. So, yeah, no, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming days and weeks to see if there is enough pressure put on Buckingham Palace to do more than just issue one statement over this. That's true. And, and you know, when you when you look at pictures of the royal family, even recent ones, 
You look at Charles, you look at the queen, you look at Philip, you look, you, you look at all of this. Nobody's happy. They got all the money in the world <laughs> and, and they've got all that tally-ho stuff going on, but everybody's like, you know. No, I mean, you, you wonder if they cut a rug behind the scenes, but <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I remember, I remember when it was such a big deal when o, the Obamas met the queen and they were talking about all of the different rituals that they had to go through when you meet the queen that you don't reach a hand out to shake her. You know, it's like, there's all these steps and stuff that they have to go through. Um, and you just think that that's how it's set up, but you wonder when the cameras are turned off, if it's more like a naked gun type of thing, you know, with the queen, you know, is it, is it you know, does she have any, if you've ever watched Downton Abbey, it, that kind of gives you a, a feeling of how things are, you know, how stuffy it is with the Royals and whatnot, but yet, you know, there is behind the scenes uh, shenanigans that will go on but yeah we'll we'll be we'll see what happens the other big story was uh the uh, coronavirus relief package passed uh i think the way it uh, affects us is that we're gonna get another check yay we're gonna get another check i, I gotta be honest with you you know listen i get it i get you know governments just printing money and i understand that there's there's a sense of not wanting that but my gosh i could really use fourteen hundred dollars right now you know, I mean, I, I've worked throughout all this, so I get it where it's like, I, I see where people who lost their jobs or saw their hours cut back, but I want mine. You know, I, I, I want, I want the money. I, I've already got plans for it. I know where it's going. Uh, I guess the president signed it today, Thursday, and they're going to start going out this month uh, to people. Uh, so, you know, it's, I hate to say it. I, I would love to be so independent and doing so well that I, I didn't need it, but you know, thank you. I'll, I'll certainly take it. I mean, it's just going to go to pay bills. It's not like I'm going to buy a big screen TV or anything like that, but you know, it, it's, I'll, I'll certainly take it. And I understand you're going to make comments like, you know, welfare, baby, whatever you want to call I, I don't care, but I, I, I could use it. I could use it. I'm right behind you, brother. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm right behind you. You know, I don't care what anybody says. Give me a break. Well, and you see what other countries have done for their citizens. I mean, the United States is way behind in, in you know, compensating for sure. what we've had to go through over the past year. I mean, it's it's really like a year, right? I mean, it's it's one year it was a since year ago yesterday. Yeah. That they started shutting things down. Yeah. So it's, it's, and it's still not back. I mean, we'll probably be back in a few months, but we're still not back yet. So, well, even then, it's not, you're not going to get back to where we were. No, you're right. Time. You're right. You know, so you're right. Who knows? Who knows? So we'll see watching it uh, very, very carefully. Uh, Katie Couric guest hosted uh, Jeopardy this week. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. What else is she doing right now? What is Katie Couric I think she doing? Works, I think she works like uh, she does news for like a dot com or, or something like that. But she's guest hosting Jeopardy for the next couple of weeks. Uh, then after that, Dr. Oz, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Anderson Cooper, Savannah Guthrie. Uh, but but uh, Katie Couric is, isn't cutting it. I, I don't think anyway. Do you, you think know? Jennings was better than her? I think Jennings was 100 times better. I think the executive producer, I think his name was Mike Richardson. I think he was a hundred times better, you know? So we'll, we'll see. I'm hoping that they give it to Ken Jennings. I, I, I really, really do. You know? I'm surprised they haven't gone the hologram route where you just put Alex, Alex Trebek there with the hologram. 
Yeah, well, yeah, hey, stranger things have happened. So uh, check it out and, and report back to me and see what you think. Okay. All right. I, I don't, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, listen in the comments who you want to see as the host of it. I okay. have not watched Jeopardy in years. I mean, I, I it's just one of those things where I, I don't, I'm, I'm so stupid when it comes to the questions that are being asked. I mean, even the sports questions, I, I have no idea. I mean, I, that's, you know, you, you remember playing the game Trivial Pursuit? Right. You know, you'd have the little pie and the pieces of the pie that would go in the Trivial Pursuit. And whenever you land on orange and it's sports, it's like, all right, I have a chance. But it's always about like backhamming yeah. or some leisure crap, not like real sports from what you're used to. That's that's how I am with Jeopardy. So it's just like I see the questions and I don't have a clue. I, I don't even. You know, I'm, I'm, it, there are certain categories I'm pretty good in yeah, there are other yeah. categories where I'm, you know, you, you give me geography, I, I, you know, longitude, latitude. What are you well, you're, you're, you're like one of those people that you really know a lot about a little. And, and I, and I know I'm the opposite. Like I know a little about a lot. Right. You like, you obsess about music. Right. Okay? And you are. So like when the music category comes, you can hit all sorts of things with it. Like I know a little bit about music. You know a lot about baseball. So when baseball comes at that, but somebody throws a football question at you and it's like, uh, where I'd probably have a better chance at like the $100 questions, Tony's your guy for the top tier questions because he knows a lot about a little. I know a little <laughs> about a lot. I, I tell I've always, they always said, I remember my early days in radio, I worked in this newsroom in, uh, in Harvard, Illinois, and the, the woman would say, you throw a dartboard, throw a dart up on a dartboard, and that's what you're an expert in today. Because with the news, there was all sorts of things that were happening all the time, where you, you knew a lot, or you knew a little about a lot, just enough, just enough to kind of, you know, get you in trouble with certain topics, but I couldn't go deep into things. Like I couldn't tell you all the way through a particular topic, but I could kind of get you, I could start the conversation. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Um, all right. But, but you, like I said, you know a lot about a little, meaning that there's uh, topics yeah, but, where you really obsess about. Yeah. But that's, that's certain things. You get well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's not much, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, a lot about that stuff. Oh well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a compliment. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Where are we going? Well, you know, I wanted to touch base just quickly here about this whole banning of stuff that we're kind of we're, we're they call it the cancel culture that we're in now. Yes, where but some people will be offended by things that have been on television for years or have been at the bookstore for years. And now all of a sudden we're taking these illustrations or these episodes or whatever. And we're saying, we don't want these anymore. You know, the, the biggest example of that to me, at least in my family growing up was song of the South it was the movie song of the South, uncle Remus, zippity doodah, Disney. Well, that's banned. Okay. They, 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 the reason for it was because they felt that it depicted slavery in a positive way. That you know, Uncle Remus was smiling all the time. The, the the story was very racist in nature. The the terminology that was used, 
uh, with the tar baby and all those types of things that they used in that. So they banned that. In fact, I think they're getting rid of the ride at Disney also, which it's been at Disney, even though the movie has been banned or whatever. But now we're starting to see this with, with Dr. Seuss that apparently there's been discussions about certain books that Dr. Seuss wrote that are being pulled away. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, this one kind of hit me because I, I grew up on Looney Tunes. I, I, I didn't grow up on Disney. I grew up on Looney Tunes. But Pepe Le Pew is getting the, getting the axe, getting the can um, for adding to the rape culture uh, that, that, that is out there. Um, Speeding I mean, Gonzalez. Yeah, Speeding Gonzalez also for the stereotype mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, Mexicans and, 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 and whatnot. I, I just have a very difficult time banning something that's been around for, and I get it just because they used to do it just because it was, it was okay in the past doesn't make it okay now. Um, But when it's a fictional character, when it's fiction, should we ban it or should we, should we, you know, watch it and say, well, obviously that's not a proper depiction of, Right, right. I know what I, I mean. I, I know what you're saying. I, I know what you're saying. And but I look at it this way too. Uh, in every single Roadrunner cartoon, uh, he's blown up by dynamite. And by watching it, I never got the urge to get dynamite right. and start throwing it around. Uh, right. You know, we've been watching Looney Tunes. I've been watching Looney Tunes for. I just won't saw one this morning. You know, it, 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 it you know, I, I don't know. I think, I think sometimes it goes uh, too far. Now you say cancel culture. Uh, they showed uh, Gone with the Wind the other night, probably the greatest film ever made in, in Hollywood history. Um, well, now the, the new thing is before they show it, uh, you have to have these professors come on and more or less tell you, you know, why this was bad, but it's okay for you to watch. You, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're doing this on uh, Turner Classic Movies. They're going to do uh, Psycho. And they, they listed all these movies and they said, next week we're going to do Psycho, the Alfred Hitchcock classic. And I says, well, why? What's, what's bad about, I mean, all right, murder and everything. I get it. <laughs> like, what, what, what is, what, what's, what's the problem there? You know? Is it the mental health it, aspect? Uh, it comes to find out that uh, you have to be more sensitive to transgenders and, 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 oh. and all of that. Oh. But uh, Michael, that, that, I've seen it a million times. Stuff like that never crossed my mind. It was just entertainment, you know? Um, the other one is uh, My Fair Lady with uh, Rex Harrison and uh, Audrey Hepburn, uh, which I'm ashamed to say I've never seen. But apparently in My Fair Lady, he's Rex Harrison is Audrey Hepburn's boss, and he really rides her. He treats her lousy. He, he's always yelling at her or whatever the case is. Be more sensitive in the workplace, you know. Uh, you know, yeah, but see, I, those I are the know. types of things that do we have to put a, uh, you know, a professor on to talk about it? Or can, 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 you know, mom or dad sit to their kid and say, well, you know, if I ever see you treating somebody like that, right. you know, that type of thing, you know what I mean? It's like, well, I don't understand why we have to, 
pull those things from the, you know, the, the culture when that's the type of thing that you should be talking about at home. I mean, that's the kind of, and, and you're not going to talk about it unless it's on, you know what I mean? If, if they pull and, and I, I get Pepe Le Pew is a, is a stupid skunk character who always is trying to kiss this cat. That's, that's what the thing is, but, but the cat always smacks him in the face. The cat always gets the upper hand. Pepe Le Pew never, never amounts to anything. I mean, he never wins. Speedy no, he Gonzalez, never wins. Speedy Gonzalez always gets the best. He's um, always the best. Yes. You know, who's ever going after him, you know, yeah. uh, whether it be uh, Sylvester the cat or, um, uh, you know, Yosemite Sam, right. he always wins. Yes. You know, that, that's the way that. So that I, I just, going. you know, I, I've always felt that if it's a fictional character, if it's fiction, it's based on, you know, fiction, it's not real, that I just have a tough time with just you know, doing away with it because you, you don't know what's good unless you see bad. You know what I mean? You, you, you don't know the right way to do things unless a conversation is sparked off of the wrong way to do things. You know what I mean? It's like, those are the type of lessons. Those are, those are balls on the tee for parents. When, when you're, when you're sitting there with your child and you're watching television and just the hour that they have after homework, before they're going to go to bed, and you see something like that on television, that's an easy one for parents, but that conversation doesn't exist if it's not there to watch. So True. I don't know. I mean, and, and another thing, if you're so offended by it, don't watch it. If you're so offended by it, don't buy the Dr. Seuss book. I mean, let's not ban it and get rid of it. Just my opinion. I, I just, I agree. I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. But uh, a show I'm watching on prime video is uh, Boston legal. Boston Legal was on in the 2000s, you know, early 2000s, I think. It had uh, James Spader, Candace Bergen, John Larroquette's in there, and uh, William Shatner. Did I see this, that William Shatner's turning 90? He's turning 90, and he has a, um, he has a TV show on um, the History Channel, one called The Unexplained. And, and uh, I can't believe he's looks 90. Good. He sounds good. I can't yeah. believe he's, yeah. And in, in this show, he probably was what in his mid seventies in Boston Legal. Probably, I would assume it was about Legal, fifteen years ago. Maybe, maybe in his seventies. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he looks sharp as sharp as a tack. Oh, yeah. I mean, I and he's very funny in that episode. And there, and there's another thing where if if people are looking to ban characters, I mean, his character in Boston Legal is the biggest womanizing guy you can even imagine i mean mm -hmm. he, he goes up to women kisses them and squeezes their rear end he doesn't even know that's just what he does yeah. so i mean you know can they put a character like that on television can dan fielding from john john larroquette's dan fielding from night court can he exist in today's culture you're right you're right, you're right. it's uh it, it, it's everything's changing everything's changing yeah, so. I knew you'd appreciate this, but the inventor of the cassette tape died. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, what was his name? Lou Oddens. He was 94 years old. The cassette tape made its debut in 1963 at a, an electronics fair. The slogan was smaller than a pack of cigarettes. Right. That was the <laughs> slogan. Uh, it was actually created for making sound recordings outside because it was much more portable than a reel-to-reel -reel machine. Well, yeah, 
but once they realized the quality was good enough for music and listening, they started putting albums on them. Over 100 billion were sold worldwide. Uh, Ottens then went on to help develop compact discs. So he, he did it. But that's the one thing that they're, not, they're never going to bring back, are cassette tapes. I see no. vinyls back. I don't see them ever bringing back cassette tapes. No, not, not any kind of tape. No. no. Not any kind of tape. You know? The quality was never good. The quality was never really good. And I, I remember there was one song that I would, I had a mixtape. And there was one song that cut out at the end of one side. And I, I had a recorder that automatically flipped right. to the other side and kept recording. And I, I always thought that the song did that. That it was normal. <laughs> well, it's like the uh, the eight track tape. You know, the eight track tape would play. Then, when it was getting to the end of the program and the song was playing, they'd fade it out. the 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 track would click over to the next track, and then they would fade it in again. And I, I where did they come up with these ideas? Because I remember being eight years old and saying, "Why did they do that? What what that that's ridiculous. Why why would you do that? You know." And it, it's it's so. So ridiculous, so stupid. But I had all those formats. You had you had the the record player, then the reel to reel, then the cassette and and uh, the DVDs, the, the CDs, and they all become obsolete anyway. Did you ever go the laser disc route? Did you no. ever get a laser disc? Yeah, no, I never no. did it. Never did that. Never did that. All right, let's uh, quickly run through these. Yes or BS? Okay, lay down. We're gonna go one of your favorite topics. As we said, Tony is knows a lot about a little. Okay. Uh, last week, I think it was National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. Okay. So we're going to do peanut butter. Okay. You start each day with a spoonful of peanut butter. I love right? peanut butter. I eat peanut butter throughout the day. Now, can you sing the Julie Andrews song, but instead of sugar, put peanut butter in it? What do you mean? Spoonful of sugar? Yeah. Yeah. Can you just do a quick little, quick just little this, numbers? Just a spoonful of peanut butter. Let's the medicine go down. The medicine go down, medicine go down. Yeah, of course. Sure. <laughs> so stupid. Folks. I don't know why they fired us. All right. Number one. <laughs> yeah. Peanuts grow underground. Yes or BS? Yes. That is true. That's why they're technically, what is that? A legu legume? What is that? You're asking me? Not a nut. It's technically a legume. Legumey. Okay. All right. Nuts grow on trees. Go ahead. That's not all. That's not all they grow on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number two. It takes 540 peanuts to make one 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's true. That's according to the National Peanut Board, which apparently there is one. Anything labeled peanut butter has to be at least 90% peanuts. No. No, no, no. That, that's part of the answer for the one before. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. Number three. There are 32 cities in the U.S. with peanut in their name. I believe that. Okay. If not that's more. B, it's BS. It's BS. Okay. It's, there's six. Peanut, California. Peanut, Tennessee. Peanut, West Virginia. Peanut, Pennsylvania. That's a tongue twister. Upper Peanut, Pennsylvania. And Lower Peanut, Pennsylvania. They're all near Pittsburgh. Uh, number four, peanut butter was originally sold as a peanut substitute for people with no teeth. 
Okay, I believe it. Yeah, it's true. A year after it was invented in 1894, Dr. John Harvey Kellogg, yes, that Kellogg, tried to market it as a good source of protein for toothless people. Oh, okay. Nice. I'm trying to think about peanut butter without teeth. I mean, it always gets stuck on the roof of my mouth oh, when yeah. I eat a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, or it always gets caught in my throat. And I, yeah, yeah, you gotta take a yeah. sip of water. Pe peanut burps are pretty rough too. They're peanut butter burps. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number five, the record for the farthest a peanut has ever been thrown is just over 124 feet. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's right. 124 feet and four inches. A guy in the UK did it in 2008, and it still stands. So a little peanut, a little peanut butter trivia. Interesting. All right. You ready for bad decisions? Lay it on me. Bad decisions. Bad decisions. Mike Bellamy is here for you and me. All right, cheating on your boyfriend's not the best idea. No. This, I guess, technically is cheating, but it's not the way you think. A 22-year-old woman anonymously posted a story on Reddit about how her three-year relationship ended recently when her 24-year-old boyfriend noticed that she was making a lot of suspiciously long trips out of the home. Hmm. Uh, he confronted her last week for cheating on him and dumped her. Well, she kind of laid out what she was really doing. See, he's a vegan, and she was sneaking out to go to McDonald's to eat meat. I guess technically that's a form of meat at McDonald's. Now, he didn't believe her, but she swears it's true, and now she's trying to figure out how to prove it. Quote, I never thought my relationship would end over something so stupid because she was sneaking out to get McDonald's. I'm in trouble. The, the McDonald's near me is under construction. It's closed. Oh, dude, what are you going to do? I'm going to have to drive a little further to get some. Because oh. when you get a taste for it, it's just... What about Grubhub or whatever it is? Yeah, but they'd have to go to another one and I'd have to pay extra for the... And then by oh, the time I'm it paying. gets to me, it's probably cold. Yeah. All right. Okay. And let's face it. If you're, if you're by yourself and you pick up fast food, does it get home? Not all of it. Not I all mean, of it, my and what, you know, what sucks too is what makes the burger are the fries, but okay. what are you eating in the car on the way home? The fries. So then when you finally get home and you open up the container and usually you pour the fries in it, there's like four of the hard crusted Oh, you gotta get you gotta get two, two or three extra large fries. Or you just walk in and say, What? Huh? <laughs> and then they just throw in the extra fries, like, oh god, this guy. Wow. I feel sorry for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So do we have a word this week? Yeah, pepperoni. Pepperoni. Is that your favorite topping on a pizza? Uh not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, if it's on there, I'll eat it. Yeah. Oh, really? Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what Pizza Hut's advertising? The Detroit pizza? Did you see that? It kind I of saw sounds interesting where they pour the sauce on top of the cheese. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I'll try it. I guess. No problem. I mean, yeah. yeah. No? You're going to get picky starting now at this stage of the game? Yeah, that's true. A little late in the Come game on. to start getting picky. Yeah, a little, a little late in the game for that, Mike. 
<laughs> too many notches up on the belt there to, to start all of a sudden being concerned about what I eat. All right, so put pepperoni in the comments and um, comment, share it, tell your friends Please about do. it. All right. Please do. All right. All right, Michael. Tony, as always, it's great to see you, bud. Love you, man. Love you too.